lose all of their individuality? All individualities and loot. You think so? Because we're all one. In some sense. Three, two, we're live. One. one. I really love Pepsi commercials. <laughs> what, the ones where they protest? That was a crazy one. That was uh, very woke. I think that one got a lot of backlash. Yeah, yeah it did. It was definitely just some old dudes in a room saying, how do we appear woke? Yeah, but then they solve it by giving everybody a Pepsi. Which is... Makes sense to me. Everyone's fat. That's equality for all. A crazy message. Everyone's ugly. That's equality for all. They're all fat. Right. The future. Yep. I think people are just getting more disease-ridden. No. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Quick turn. Well, it's like a, you got two problems there. One, unhealthier lifestyle. We got way more medicine, so there's less like right. So yeah, like right. Western society is just like digging a massive hole that we can climb out of repeatedly until we can't. But we talked about the body temperature thing. Like modern humans run cooler than previous. I remember you. I think I remember you mentioning this. Yes, there's two reasons. One, they're not as fat. Uh-huh. Number two... Wait, modern humans are fatter? Yes. Oh, okay. So then they need less body temperature? Apparently, yeah. Okay. They're like... Um, but number two is that they don't have like chronic fevers all the time. Hmm. Modern humans. Because like... I mean, we're talking like enlightenment, like 1800s. Right. Are in worse health. Than yeah, like people throwing their sewage in the streets and stuff. Yeah, like so. I think that that was the trough of human health, right? Like 1300s to 1800s. Yeah. Now we're coming up with solutions. Yeah, but but like, I think Roman people were healthier generally, except the ones that ate only bread. Yeah, I feel like we're taking a quick downturn now, though. People indoors, locked down. Yeah, that a lot of people dying of COVID. A lot of people dying of COVID. Are there tons? It's hard. To, it's really hard to be objective about how many people are dying from COVID. Tons of people across the country are dying of COVID. <laughs> you look at it every day, right? Yeah, I was trying to find it actually on my phone, but I can't find it right now. So this will be my last full day in Chicago. Headed to Vilcabamba after this, and that could be it. All she wrote. Do you think that they will close the borders of Chicago the day after you leave? That would be awesome. No, that wouldn't be awesome because you should visit. Do you think that Wilkabamba will be the last bastion of freedom? Yes. I think it will also be the new earth. The cradle of the new earth. The very venerable Garden of Eden. It's going to be all cashless, bro. Really? It's going to be a pranic currency. Energy will be the currency. I don't know if you can feed other humans on energy. Maybe you can, if they're breatharians. You got me there. <laughs> you got me on a technicality. What I like about recording all these podcasts is, you know, whatever we go on to do, if it's successful, cool, there's this time capsule of it. And if we're train wrecks, it's, you know, at least capturing the entertainment value of being a train wreck. That's true. He says as he smokes weed. Again. Yeah, we are currently smoking weed. That is a very common theme of this podcast. Not anymore. Until now. 
Do you think your testosterone will be... fucking late. What is weed? No, just how much of a theme it's been in this podcast. So we should limit our time on this subject. Um, I don't think we ever talk about it. I think it's just implicitly in the background. That's true as well, but we definitely have talked about it. That's true as well, because you are a crippling marijuana addict. Perhaps the first ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a sad case. What can I say? 12-step program starts tomorrow. I think step one is making amends. Who do you think I have to make amends with? That's between you and whoever you've hurt while on marijuana. Like a cook, potentially. It's your Greek and Euros, and you could understand the cook, what he was saying. Sure. You wanted fries, and he would have <laughs> given them to you. The problem with weed is you don't remember any of those people. That's true. You think it's valuable not to remember people? For sure. We meet way too many people. It's ridiculous, like, the amount of people we've interacted with. Yeah, but you ever hear that phrase where it's like, your net worth is your network? Your network is your net worth? Yes. There's some people out there. That's their goal, is to meet as many people as possible until they stumble into you. Someone that gives them upward mobility. True. Let's talk that, right? Yeah, I would say so. What was that? That was a legend of trading night. Near unanimous vote against booster shots in France also recalling ambassadors to US and Australia. Biden administration not having a good time. This is live news from the man himself. Man, what if it is that, like, the borders close right when I go to Ecuador? This don't make it. It's actually nuts. Um, unanimous vote against booster shots. This is interesting. Why did they get to vote? They didn't get to vote on anything else. I'm curious who, who this is. And France is recalling ambassadors. Isn't that a serious move? I don't know. Like, when you close an embassy, you're like, we are no longer having relations with your country. Is it with the U.S.? Yeah. That's crazy. That's real crazy. Are, are we potentially in a cold war with France going forward? Is it Trump's fault or Biden's? Or both? Uh, Biden's been in office 260 days now, looking, trending down, I would say. Trending about as low as Donald Trump was where Oh, yeah, time. the dude's a joke. He's a complete joke. I think he's got a lot of potential to be the worst ever, but it's been a very tight race so far. <laughs> They've all been horrible, that's the thing. Uh, I know it's bad when Trump is one of the most ethical presidents we've had, probably. probably. Actually. Like, that's fucking nuts. A lot of people would say otherwise. A lot of people would say he's the worst antichrist of ethics yeah, they've ever do. seen. It's become a lot more popular to like, call it what it is, but I definitely don't think Bush was better. I definitely don't think Clinton, Clinton was way worse. I don't even think that's true. I think, you know, some people just need to hear it, and it's coming from Trump and not from someone else, but they need to hear it. Hear what? That the dude's an asshole? That they're losers because they're gross, and if they were cool like Trump, then they'd be successful billionaires. That's what he ran on. He tried <laughs> to run on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All about duping as many people as possible. That's your, your, your worldview is very depressing. Yeah, right? It's very bleak. You think a guy starts a YouTube channel to get a message out or to acquire as many followers as possible? The latter. I do I, too. I think some people probably have done the former, though. Who are those people? But come on. I mean, someone's had, like, a video idea. I mean, you know from if you just YouTube search MV0001, 
or move 0001 or whatever. People who didn't even bother to change the title. Oh. Something was cool, so they put it on YouTube. Yeah. That's true. You think legalized weed is a deep state plot to uh, make people docile? A lot of things are a deep state plot to make people docile. Give me the whole infrastructure of society, this titillated, overly entertained, ignorant American society. You think that is intentionally created to keep people calm? Probably. That's tough to say, because I could probably effectively argue that like, so was the Bible, like, Western society as a whole has been created to? For sure. I mean, the whole role of the elite ruling class is to tell people what life is, what's yeah. important. Yeah, but it's just because if you grow a tribe above that 130 number, you need to include middle management, or it's going to be right. chaotic. Right. So you have to keep people in line. And people recently became not okay with being told explicitly to be kept in line, like you know, by priests a thousand years ago. So now it's all subtle. I like how not subtle it was. You would literally get into a line and walk up and he would give you a, a gulp of wine. <laughs> right. Yeah, Very I think we've like evolved so far past those ages, you know. Yeah. Terrence McKenna said a lot of dumb shit, but one thing he said that I thought was good was that culture, like society now is just as oppressed as it's always been. Repressed, I guess. Like, I think probably most people in the Victorian era were having a great time. No. You wouldn't have wanted to live in worse standards of living. Yeah, I mean, I would have a harder time of it. You couldn't do computer science. <laughs> you wouldn't be you. So much of what we are is growing up in the time we did. So much of what, yeah. So much time looking into screens. Screens are dope. The, like, that is the thing that um, encapsulates, like, the 90s as a decade. It's like that computer screen, mm-hmm. the Windows 95 logo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe Jordan Peterson got it wrong. It's not actually a lobster brain. It's a moth brain. Maybe. So we're just attracted to light and we want to look at it. That could be true. <laughs> it's totally possible. I like looking at my phone all the time. Maybe we have a little bit of, like, all kinds of brains. Reptilian brain. Mammalian. For sure, mammalian brain. I think we're 100% attracted to light. Yeah, I think that's a very... Campfire is inviting. Campfires are fucking awesome. I love campfires. Always inviting. I feel like that's how people are meant to hang out at night. Probably. I just gotta, like, learn guitar. That'll be fun. They wander all over. Oh, we're to just start walking around. I forgot. We're recording a podcast. That makes it the most epic podcast. So meta, man. Yeah. So real. Can you believe that every other podcast until now was scripted down to every single word and sentence? <laughs> we made it seem so natural, but it was totally scripted the entire time. There are many different tiers of scriptedness. Like, you can actually write out the words, or you can have, you know, just, like, clauses in your head. It's interesting, actually. I think it's off the cuff versus what's planned out. I think it's really interesting when people have, like, a clause in their head, and they try to steer the conversation slowly towards it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they did it organically, then you never found out in the first place. Mm-hmm. But most people can't do it organically. Right. So you know they're up to something. <laughs> right. And then the segue's kind of jarring, and then you're like, what? 
I'm not going to take your wedding photos. Is this why you just launch into new topics with non-sequiturs? No, they're usually sequiturs in my brain. Right. Like it just triggers a thought that is related to that topic. Have you ever wanted to become a guru? No. You never want to like sit cross like in front of 30 people and tell them what to do? <laughs> oh yeah, man, actually, when you put it like that. Yeah, I got you. I feel like I'm not in a position to tell 80% of people what to do. But there is like 20% where they just, <laughs> I could give them a couple of tips and it'll rocket them forward. And I just really scoop from the bottom for my followers. You just gotta be a life coach. Yeah. It's crazy having gone to so many different spiritual retreats and healing type things because you just meet so many people who are walking around like, you know, having a rough go of life. It's definitely a selection bias toward that yeah. group, that people, people who are looking for answers. What are they bringing there, though? Huh? What are they, like, is it legitimately rougher relatively to other people, or are they just really internalizing some everyday roughness? Yeah, I mean, it's all in the relationship to life. I mean, it's also complicated. There could be people who have severe trauma, and there could be people who don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. It's that intersectionality thing. I can't know people's experiences. Uh, well, you can never really know someone's experience, but you can relate. No, sometimes you can't relate. That's true as well. That's why, <laughs> that's why you got to be the life coach, because you can't relate. You're like, no, nah, I don't care. you got to eat less peanut butter. Remember encyclopedias, dude? Yeah, I didn't really read them much. But you see them? Yeah, they're enormous. Yeah, it'd be like a bookshelf of like A to Z. It's like, this is the internet. Yeah, it was. It's just like one dude in town has a set of encyclopedias. <laughs> Nobody else has it. When the whole grade goes down, that guy's going to be God. He's going to be the minister of truth. The last guy with encyclopedias, yeah. Do you feel like the Biden administration is playing minister of truth? Yes. Right. Like, they're like, they yeah. branded themselves as like, the party backed by science. And they're also the ones doing censoring on Facebook, which we already knew, but they've admitted it. And that's literally just First Amendment straight, forwardly violating it. Only if you think of Facebook as like a public forum and not a private service. True. Yeah, so it's still private, but the fact that the government's doing it for Facebook, it's part of the government. Yeah, I think you just got to recognize that, yeah, these things are compromised. They're not right public utilities. Right. So I'm trying to get off. I haven't had Facebook in like almost a year now. Yeah, I, I'll log on like once a moon though, and like it's a way I message some people. No, I physically can't. I they my password expired for whatever reason. Fucking get guys maybe, or they got you on a list. I mean, Instagram subsumes it anyway. Yeah, so I'm on that occasionally. It's kind of boring. It seemed like you were on it whenever I was in 2020. Yeah, I'm just on it, but like I don't really do anything. I like cows sometimes, like videos of cows doing stuff. It's annoying to me how the explore tab of Instagram is like softcore porn. That's just what you're double tapping on. Yeah, no, but it's just like, it's not even tapping. It's like if you pause, you're scrolling. It goes off of that. And oh, 
really? Yeah. And if you like click on it once or you do something, then it's just like a ton can come from just once. If you pause your scrolling, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they like have some predictive algorithm of what you're looking at. That's nefarious. So all of this shit is nefarious. If I were getting away with it. <laughs> all of this shit's nefarious. Wow. Yeah, I overwhelm mine with like tiny houses and cows. Yeah, I did that to to get rid of the softcore porn and it worked. But it took a long time. I had to go through for like twenty minutes liking nature photos. Yeah. Although then I'm like suspicious about those nature photos too. <laughs> Because there are these fake accounts of people putting nature photos up to get people to follow them, and then they rebrand the account. It'll like it'll they'll sell on the dark web, and then you'll be buying like a sneaker advertising account or whatever. Adidas will buy it, and you'll just get Adidas ads. Hmm. Yeah, it's a dark world. It's just um, there's tentacles in every in every avenue. That's what it seems like. I guess a lot of the paranoia I had in 2019 was justified. No, because no one's actually listening to you. No, no, I know. But it was also just realizing everything was being recorded. Recorded? Yeah. Um, what we're talking, you know, on our phones. Oh, uh, I don't think it is. I think so. Audio? Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. I mean, it's definitely listened to, because if you say words, then they'll pop up in ads later. I wonder if that's true. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know if anyone's ever confirmed it or not. I mean, I've experienced it multiple times. Yeah, but then there could be like... There could be bias, but it's... No, no, it could be you were Googling that thing. No, I mean, there was a time my yeah. friend and I were not using our phones, just talking about get around the car renting app that I used, and... Uh, then he opened his phone and got like the first ever ad for Get Around PC. But do you think that that idea was incepted in your head by a different ad? I mean, it's possible. I can't rule that out. Yeah, I don't then, think so. And then in that scenario, it's just they happen to be putting out ads all of a sudden. They're doing like an ad books. Yeah, I doubt it though. I mean, I'm pretty sure they listen. I'm pretty sure it's on a server somewhere. I think texts definitely are stored. Photos, almost for sure, are. Yeah. Because Google Photos makes those smart calendars mm-hmm. or whatever smart albums. Right. Which means it's scanning your photos all the time to find, like, body of water, duck, mm-hmm. and then organizes them. Right. That's just we're teaching it machine learning algorithms. Yeah, I mean, I have Google Photos set up to copy all the photos I take, so everything's there. We're all, like, awesome, free service. Hell yeah, Google. They're like, it's not free, dude. <laughs> Getting all this R&D out of it. All the data collecting. Massive data. It's crazy the amount of data. I think like a really nefarious one is location apps. Why? Because they can do things like notice you're walking past a Taco Bell pretty often and start giving you Taco Bell ads. Sure, yeah. Like really targeted. Yeah, that's why I'm going with a dumb phone. I thought you were going to have another phone just to be on social media. To be on the yeah, but then I realized- clubhouse app. <laughs> now that I realize I can just use the phone I have now for that. Just keep it by the computer and not take it with me. Because mm. that, like, yeah, I don't want it to be a tracking device. But I do. It's a good, like, second computer. Just have by the computer. 
Are you gonna make a clubhouse? I did. I joined it. I checked it out for ten minutes. Haven't gone back since. Have you, did you get on there with your voice or no? No. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do for like social media and interacting with the world. Lots uncertain. Uh, Twitter is a good one. They censor almost nothing. Twitter. Yeah. They censor tons of shit. I know. It's crazy. Weirdly though, they still do like you can search things like vaccine passport and find conspiracy theorists' accounts on Twitter. Like they don't stop the search function. Yeah, I don't think, like, most, you can put a lot of things on Twitter, more yeah. than most things. Right. But probably less than, like, 4chan. Probably less than Instagram. I mean, probably yeah. more than Instagram. Yeah, for, well, for sure, because you can put just nudity on Twitter. 4chan, yeah, I've, like, I've gone to that a couple times, never for more than, like, five minutes. That is a terrifying place, and also, like, the pulse of the culture five years from now. Really? That's what it was, like, five years ago. And what is, how does it look now? <laughs> I have no idea. Cause I don't, but like back then, when I used to peep around mm-hmm. all those stuff that were like fringe stuff and now are just popular. Mm-hmm. But I can't give you any examples. Cause I, anyway, back then, you would see things on 4chan that became the culture now? Yeah, or like more like widespread now. Mm-hmm. Like memes. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I hate the culture. I hate the direction culture has taken generally. But I feel like it's just all the bullshit of society coming up so that we can be better people. Be in a collective ayahuasca retreat? Hell yeah. Would you want to spike the Earth's water supply with ayahuasca? <laughs> it's a horrible idea. What if right before everybody drank it, you got on the radios of every house and guided them through the trip? That'd be horrible. I do think there should be a tripping day, though, for the country, and everyone should be delivered, you know, a modest amount of mushrooms and be able to trip on this day. We just have police door-to-door to make sure everybody was tripping. <laughs> Only if the police were tripping. Yeah. The police would have to be the shamans. Yeah, we give them all guns <laughs> and mushrooms. We send them door-to-door to make sure people take their mushrooms. This is why we're not shamans, man. Would you have a psychedelic passport? That your citizens have to show to get into like shows and concerts. I would have a psychedelic requirement for people serving in office. You have to at least have a few trips. How many trips? Three. That's a good amount. I think we talked about this and came to that. Probably. Yeah, they've got to have enough so that their perspective is you know not just one trip or two, but. You don't want someone who's tripped a hundred times. I don't think so either. That's what I go back and forth on. It's like, would it be an objective good for me to drink ayahuasca twice a year indefinitely for the rest of my life? (laughs) I could definitely see that being the case. I could also definitely see it like messing with my own innate meditation ability. What kind of music did you listen to growing up? Only classical. Only classical? Yeah. Was there anything that could minimize my intellectual capacity. Did you think that was the case? No, I listened to like very little music actually. Because it's pretty much any genre, but not much of it. But you thought it would minimize your intellectual capacity? No, I was just making that up. Oh. I think listening to Eminem when I was nine maximized my intellectual capacity. I think so too. He's got a wide vocabulary. He's got a really good you know grasp of irony. I got it confiscated like a week or two after getting it, but that was huge. 
big week. Really? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, Dr. Dre's 2001 album just has a pot leaf on the front of it. <laughs> Made smoking weed look real cool. I blame the media for for all my problems in the world. I think that's the self-responsible thing to do. I think so, too. Which do you prefer, an internal or an external locus of control? External. Am I using that correctly? I don't think so. I would think <laughs> you'd be a big internal guy. Which one's which? Internal is like you have agency and you have control over your fate. Yeah. External is like you're just a product of your environment. And which one I would like more? Yeah. I mean, it's a real nice product of environment one. Because then I could just be like, well, my bit. Product of my environment, bro. Can't do anything about it. So that's real nice. Comforting. No, it's not. It's just an excuse you can tell everybody. Yeah. To keep yourself are comforting. shrouded. Right. I guess, yeah. They're not comfortable. There's a misery to that. Def. I think my life's just been a lot of excuses. Dude, you've done some bunch of cool shit. Yeah, that's more than most. The motivations have always been, like, iffy. Motivations are iffy all the way down. That's the problem. The more you, like, introspect, the more you realize. Were your motivations just to smash? That's what it is for you. If but it yeah, is for basically. you too, then then what are you saying? That there can be more to life. Like, getting lost in physical pleasures, I think, is pretty limiting. Man, the Rogan podcast has so many more ads now that it's on Spotify. So many more ads. But you still are you still with it? Not really. Yeah, I'm not with it, basically, at all. I'm more into, like, YouTube as a platform than I am to Spotify as a platform. Yeah, YouTube has a huge hold. So Jerry Clips was what got me into it. But this is the same joint, right? Cool. End of the line here. Where do you think we'll be next time we meet? Probably Ecuador. How long will it be from now? I don't know. That's up to you. How will we look? Will any of us be missing an eye? From this day... I will be stone cold sober in all respects. I think that's too rigid of a thing. It's definitely too rigid. But with weed at least. I think you need to set some lines. To not set any lines is a line. People um, get really into it though. Yes. You get really into being sober. And those people are good at being sober because of how into it they are. But they also... Just gotta talk about it all the time. Gotta tell you about it. So you tired of this, basically? Not from you, and but like, I mean, I, I would understand you being tired of it from me. Well, no, it's, it seems like a lot of this. I get this new narrative about myself that I can wallow in and tell everybody about how I'm this recovering rock bottom guy, <laughs> and you can just use this as a crutch for situations for twenty. This is your identity now. That happens to a lot of people. Yeah, dude, I met this guy and we were having like a drink on the balcony. We were about to go camping, but like I had just met him been an hour and he just goes into how he's an alcoholic and can't drink and why he's an alcoholic and when he had to stop and just rambles for twenty five minutes. I was like, dude, I just met you. I didn't ask why you weren't having a beer. Yeah. 
I mean, some people saw me having a beer and he's like, oh, wish I could have one. <laughs> yeah, right. Just looking for a chance to launch into his thing. That's what people are often doing. Looking for a chance to launch into their thing. Which is why social media is so popular. All right, this is it, bro. It's just more egotistical. Just nah. Keep the narrative on myself all the time. Life of movie. 100%. It's toxic. Toxic narcissism. How do you think you think about things if you're any of this, though? That's so vague. How, do I, how would I think about things if I never experienced any of what? Society's modern trapping. Oh, uh, I wonder. Maybe it doesn't allow you to. What doesn't allow me to? Like, if you just live, you know, 500 years ago in some town with some neighbors, and you're just caught up in, like, competing with your neighbors. So maybe it doesn't let you, like, ascend because your view is too small. You have to be exposed to all of it, right, before you can reject it all. All of what? Like, modern stimuli. Like, it makes rejecting, it makes you stronger for rejecting it because there's so much more of it than there was in the past. It also makes people generally just weaker and less able to do their own thing. There's a lot more codependence, I feel like. Doing your own thing is super overrated. If everybody did their own thing, we wouldn't have any bridges. But, yeah, as society progresses, we can have more and more people doing their own thing. But do we want to? Hard to say. Unless, like, it's a UBI situation that I'm down. Once the machines rule everything, they just give us an allowance. Seems like where it's headed. It's not that bad. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? It's not necessarily something wrong with that. I just feel there's a lot that is fulfilling about being human that we miss in this techno city. You don't think that we could achieve it if we had no jobs in UBI? No, I don't think so. You do anything you want. Free everybody to do what is freedom, anything man? they wanted. <laughs> what is freedom? I think most people would still do nothing. What is freedom? What is freedom? The ability to pursue things you want to pursue without the fear of molestation by another party? Molestation? Yeah. I'm speaking like a 1700s guy. You know, they just use that to mean like roughing up. I see. I feel like if you're gonna put your energy into a family at a young age, you're a lot less likely to become like a Sadhguru. If Sadhguru is legit. But he did do that. So they went wrong. Both their stories about how they had families and then... Yeah, but then there was a sudden sudden shift. For Wim Hof, there was a sudden shift, obviously. Yeah. And I guess for Sadhguru, too. I guess. But, like, if that hadn't happened, they wouldn't have become who they became. Right. Those are two exceptions to your thing. What thing? You were saying if you have to devote your energy to a family, you can't become, like, a Sadhguru. I wasn't really saying that, because I was saying Blinka. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think you can do it with a wife. I don't know if you can do it, like, playing the field. I don't think you can. Because if you get a lot of status as, like, a guru... You definitely can. Yeah. Yeah. That's what most do. 
that's the whole appeal of becoming a guru. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> you know who was the most obvious sexual predator of all time? That guy, Bikram Yoga, was accused of a bunch, and he, like, fled to Bali, I think. <laughs> um, but he would do all of those classes for hot yoga. He would do them in a Speedo. It was, like, creepy the entire way through. So, I don't know. It was very obvious what he was up to. I'm just surprised they let him get away with it for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all boils down to sex for you. At some point, you just gotta think, how dumb are some of these people? That they let it get this far with the Bikram Yoga guy. Oh, yeah. Or did they have an agenda where they thought they could nail him down because he's kind of rich? And then when they found out he was playing the field and he was a creepy little dude, they got upset. I think it's just a weird dynamic when you have that status, that type of relationship. Yeah. You know, having an authority over someone's world and you use that as a segue to be their partner. Yeah, it's real gross unless it's a series of misunderstandings. Which I don't think it normally is, but you would think there would be more abilities to exit early in some of these things. To exit early? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, if Louis C.K. is going to pull it out and jack off into some plants, why don't you leave right before he starts? (laughs) Why was that? God, I know we talked about this. Why was that what guys did in so many of those stories? Did we talk about the guy on, like, Morning News? I don't think so. There's an anchor on Morning News, like 10 a.m., and uh, when they're in, during the pandemic, they were doing Zoom anchoring. He didn't turn his camera off. Was he jacking off? Yeah. He, like, <laughs> between meetings, he had like a 20-minute break or whatever. And he left the camera and on. And he left the camera on, on yeah. Wow. And um, they made him take like an eight-month hiatus from work. <laughs> they made him attend like sexual dysfunction counseling. <laughs> he had to go to like therapy. He had to go to, like, Sex Addicts Anonymous or some shit. And then he came on TV and he had to apologize. He's like, I'm, what I did was disgusting. I'll never do it again. Wow. <laughs> uh, and then everybody... Who's pretending there? Like, the entire planet's pretending they don't jack off. But they're demonizing this dude. Yeah, but talk about fucking yourself, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, all the stuff about, like, demonizing sex is... Yeah. All part of the control by the globalists. Uh, the globalists stop us from expanding consciousness. Stop us from expanding population. That's probably a good idea, though. An uncontrolled, like, remove all sort of implicit hierarchy towards relationship. Just an uncontrolled fucking spree with no, <laughs> with like all natural selection pretty much removed because we have so much, you know, tech now. Mm-hmm. It would just be out of control. Like, crime would eventually destroy us all. There'd just be a bunch of unknown, random children around. I don't know. It'd be total chaos. I don't know if it would. Maybe the sex of Dawn stuff is right. I really don't think it is. I think that 130 number is, like, the core of it. The number of people you can have a community? You can... Bigger structures. Where you can live in chaos. You don't need any structure, and then as soon as you go above it, what I don't need is this structure, Chicago. It's very beautiful in terms of aesthetic American cities. 
I agree with that. It's probably my favorite U.S. big city, but I don't think I can be in a U.S. big city for a long time. What if you were on the 45th floor? Of what? Of that tower across the street. That's where I used to live. Do <laughs> you think it might give you a better perspective? Did you... How did you... Did I tell you that? Did I help you move? Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow, I forgot that. No, that didn't give me perspective. You can see that you are so high and everybody else is ants. <laughs> Feed the God complex? Yeah. Yeah. I do like being able to see a lot, you know? What do you mean? Open, expansive spaces. Oh, yeah, who doesn't like that? Yeah, that's why I moved where I moved. Yeah, that'd be dope. Just a big window with a vast landscape out behind you. It's pretty chill. I feel like I'd have to buy a gun, though. I think it's kind of hard in Ecuador. That's good. I just assume it's cartel country, because, you know, once they're in Mexico. I don't think so. It is pretty corrupt. They've had, like, three presidents in the last two decades run out of office. Well, it's probably a good thing. They just run you out of office there if they're mad at you. Agreed. That's exactly, yeah, I like that. There's a precedent for that. Because governments are getting pretty wild. It's got a good constitution, too. The Ecuadorian constitution? Yeah. What about it? Does it have all the law? It guarantees, like, constitutional rights to me being there, even not being a citizen. Oh, shit. Do you think you're missing out on a lot of freedom, though, that you could have in the U.S.? Yes. Well, but that gets back to the question of what freedom is. Like, you say freedom is freedom to pursue whatever you want. I feel like freedom is not being beholden to the rat race of pursuit. I see what you're saying. How would you uh, help the community? In what scenario? If you had, like, loose, small communities and then you were not beholding people to pursuing something for the benefit of the community. Mm-hmm. How would you maintain order in the community? Maintain order. Yeah. You don't. You just let it collapse? No. no. I mean, you have guidelines, rules, agreements. Or is it, how does it self-correct that person gets thrown out? I think if your group is small and cohesive enough, yeah, you can just generally... I don't know, you're all influencing each other to some degree, but you can generally be on the same page without losing too much of your individuality. You don't think most lose all of their individuality? All individuality is an illusion. You think so? Because we're all one? In some sense. 